morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, March 21st. We hope you are off to an incredible start to your week. Elton, how you doing, man? I'm so chill right now, Jail. You know what I mean? New York is in that comfortable kind of pre-spring weather. WrestleMania in two weeks. I'm in a very, very lit mood. Jay, how you doing though? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm excited to start this week off. It's going to be an exciting week. Excited to recap what's been going on in March Madness because I'm definitely, I'm one of the sports editors that's kind of keeping up and covering it through through the course of the tournament. And we're, we'll get into that later. But I know you have some exciting gaming announcements. So what's up? Gaming. Yes, yes. So this past Saturday, the 2021 Arc Revo America Finals took place, and it ended up being an exciting fighting game tournament for everyone who watched it. Now, after it finally came to a close, we ended up getting a few announcements and trailer reveals for Arc System Works' two main fighting games. So, DNF Duel, which is a 2D anime fighter based on the Dungeon Fighter online franchise, got an official release date of June 28th. Plus, it's going to feature the female mechanic as a playable character. Now, as for Guilty Gear Strive, Fans got to see the final Season 1 DLC character, Testament in action, who's set to release on March 28th for Season Pass recipients. Plus, we found out that Guilty Gear Strive is getting a second season of DLC roster additions, more story content, cross-play between PlayStation console and PC players, and so much more. Also in the gaming slash entertainment sphere, so Netflix has been going extra hard on the anime front lately and a debut trailer for the streaming service's next anime project was revealed this past weekend. And to everyone's shock and awe, it's all about Bandai Namco's prized 3D fighting game, Tekken. Now, Tekken Bloodlines trailer revealed that it will follow the troubled origins of Jin Kazama, who is the son of Kazuya Mishima and Jun Kazama. The trailer actually looked pretty dope, and just showed some early footage that retold the events of Tekken 3. I mean, Ogre's in there putting hands on Jun, Jun's putting hands on him, and Jin has to run away back to Heihachi, who's his grandfather. It features some really cool sneak peeks at Tekken characters like the aforementioned Heihachi Mishima, Paul Phoenix, and King. We even saw a Leroy from Tekken 7, so it's, this anime seems like it's going to jump from like time period to different time periods during the whole Tekken timeline. There is no solid release date for Tekken Bloodline just yet, but it's planned to arrive sometime later this year. Jail. Let's talk about some of these latest box office updates. Entertainment. Matt Reeves, the Batman, continues to dominate at the box office, finishing this weekend in first place for the third straight week. That should come as no surprise considering the hype. It officially crossed the 300 million domestic mark, and it is nearly at 600 million worldwide. With a budget of 200 million, the Batman is a big win for Warner Brothers, who, like all studios, needed a return like this in the pandemic era of releases. The Batman is just the second film in the past two years to gross more than 300 million, with the other being Spider-Man No Way Home. Finishing in second was the new release Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which nabbed an impressive 17.6 million in the video game adaptation. Uncharted continued to do well, coming in third, earning 8 million. Of course, Bo, who is one of the hosts of 731, has said, I know he went to see it at least twice, right, Elton? Yes, and he loves it. And I'm a big video game fan too. 
Uncharted look kinda a little iffy to be, but I trust Bo's opinion, so I gotta see it at least one time before the year is over. For sure. I definitely have to watch it. Um that was something that I was that Ellen and I were jamming a little bit on earlier is that I need to get in on the movie crew. I need to start um watching things when they come out in the theater <laughs> because I don't typically catch things until they're out on HBO Max or Amazon Prime or whatever. So um I'm definitely gonna be trying to see these movies in real time and finally we got a march madness update sports we're on break until thursday with the sweet 16 so this is a sort of recap if you must say of this crazy crazy week we started with the first fours on tuesday and wednesday then the first round matchups on thursday and friday then the second round matchups on saturday and sunday it's been crazy so everything that March Madness pretty much boils down to in this period of the tournament is who upset who? Who could potentially be the Cinderella story? So let's break it down. How about St. Peter's? I'm not sure if you can label St. Peter's as a Cinderella story or Michigan as a Cinderella story. I think in this case, probably St. Peter's, depending on how far they go or if somehow, some way they're able to get to the championship and win, which I don't think is likely, they could be considered the Cinderella. But one thing is for sure, they are taking out teams that were ranked higher than them. They took out Kentucky on Thursday. Uh, and then they took out Murray State this past Saturday. Now, of course, Murray State was actually ranked a little bit lower than Kentucky. Uh, they were viewed as the less talented team. So I predicted, because I started a new series um, on our TikTok that's, uh, in addition to the basketball series, that's sort of going into different teams and predictions. And I felt like when you are a quote-unquote underdog, when you've already taken out a team like Kentucky, you have a lot of confidence and that makes you dangerous because you have absolutely nothing to lose. And that's why, especially in a one and done scenario like March Madness, you have to watch teams that are lower ranked, especially once they get that confidence of beating a team that was higher ranked than them, because this is fun for them. They're not even supposed to be here. Another team that's doing some big things that should come as a surprise, but really shouldn't, is of course the 11th ranked Michigan. Of course, they are coached by Jawan Howard, who is a former NBA professional, former um, standout collegiate athlete himself. So. You have somebody who is extremely experienced on a professional level, um, somebody who has played before, and that's not to undermine a coach that hasn't really played the game of basketball before, but every anytime you have a coach that has been a professional that's been in this situation before, they're always going to be able to coach in a manner that's a little bit different. Definitely excited. I'm an Ohio State fan, so it's hard for me to root for Michigan on most occasions, but um, I'm also a Jawan Howard fan, and I'm loving what he's doing with the program, so Keep an eye on Michigan because they defeated Tennessee on Saturday. Then, of course, UNC beat Baylor. And this was something that I was considering doing when I filmed the prediction video on Saturday. I thought for a minute, I was like, hmm, should UNC, like, would they really be able to pull off beating the number one Baylor? They did. So Baylor is out. Iowa State actually broke the last perfect bracket. So if you're saying you have a perfect bracket, you do not because it has been said by ESPN, by CBS Sports, by the NCAA themselves that there is no perfect bracket out there. So don't try to lie. Uh, they defeated the number six LSU and Notre Dame continued on their storied run downing number six Alabama. So it's been tons of upsets. 
Of course, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. The Sweet 16 starts on Thursday, so we'll be so we'll be back with another round of videos and predictions and all of that stuff. But crazy, crazy week for this first week of March Madness. And with that, that is going to do it for today's episode, guys. For more detail on these stories and more, make sure you head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. You know the deal. Hop into our Discord. We are there on Wednesday, every Wednesday at around noon to go live. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. Thank <laughs> you.